my name is Ian Aber, and this is Straight People. Uh, we are recording live here in my husband's basement, uh, joined today by uh, Atlanta comedian and just an area good guy, I would say. You're just a generally good guy that I've known for a very long time, Mr. Ben Popkin. How you doing, Ben? Hi, Ian. How are you? I'm good. Is that a weird intro to call you a good guy? No, it's it's too know. accurate. Like a I nice think. nice guy. Yeah. Good boy, sweet boy. I think a sweet boy is what you would go. Your That's generation calls yourself. Been my life pretty much my yeah. entire yeah. life is being being very. And nice. I feel like I've known you now. Like so, you've been doing stand up as long as I have. I feel like right. Yeah, I think so. So like nine, I've almost known you nine years. No. no it's been not, it's been more than it's six been, years. Like I started in 2011. Okay, I started technically in 2013. Okay, so then I saw. Yeah, it I, feels like very early along. Because I was still in college. Yeah, back so six when years. I was like, yeah. I popped to a few mics when I wow, was. Wow, like, that's crazy. 2012. Yeah, it's like a child. I thought you were in high school. I thought you. Maybe that was. Tom Russell. Yeah, you and every other <laughs> bouncer thought that yeah, I was Yeah, you are very young looking, for sure. I look super young. Okay, so I've recorded a few of these today, and I've been very negligent in, on the topic of straight people. Like, Gilbert and I just spent, so Gilbert Lawn was just here, and we just spent 40 minutes talking about doing drugs at Backstreet when it was open. <laughs> so, how do you identify? We're going to start there. We're going to do a traditional straight people. Oh, wow. Ben Popkin, on the spot. How do you identify? I am straight. You are straight. I am straight. You're a straight. Okay. I'm a straight man. Okay, you're a straight man. Um, yep. I do. Yeah. yeah. First person, straight person ever in this house. Uh, yep. I'm they, <laughs> you have to leave now. Yeah, We're exactly. gonna have to ask you to go. Yeah. You're not. not. You can stay till the sun goes down. I th- yeah. yeah. Like I, I think I'm straight, but then again, I feel like I feel like you know spectrum. Who knows? Who's to say? Sure. Exactly. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I don't believe in it. I, I mean, you people are allowed to know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to feel bad about saying you're straight. Right. I'm not one of those gays. Not yet, anyway. You know. <laughs> Let's see if we can change that. <laughs> yeah, In the exactly. next 30 minutes, watch out, yeah, everybody. We're going to turn. Pete Buttigieg gets Ian, fucking, like, yeah, yeah. You know, if Elizabeth Warren, then maybe. Mm, you can't be straight anymore. Let this out. But, um, no, that's fine. And so what I like to do with straight people on Straight People, the podcast. Thank you for giving us with something, Ian, by the were, way. We really, yeah. You, we really needed it. You know, I felt like you didn't have enough. I didn't feel like straight people had enough. So I was like, So did we. We were like, where's more of our yeah. things? And what and what I love most about this podcast is how little it is technically about straight people. Sometimes. Right, right, right. But for you, I'd love to ask straight people the question of when did you know what gay was? Because, like, you're born straight and your parents are straight and you don't even know that straight is a thing. It's just default, right? And then at some point you figure out that there's gay people or something's up. And sometimes it's like a movie. Sometimes it's a person. Sometimes it's uh, kids calling each other gay or whatever. So, like, think in terms of that. Like, what's your first memory of realizing that there was more than just the yeah. heteronormative facade. <laughs> that I've been lied to my entire life. Right? Uh, yeah, that's a really interesting question, actually, because, like, the term it's gay... It's kind of the whole point of the podcast, but go ahead. Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> well, yep. Yeah, uh, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, it's because gay as, like, a term yeah. floated through my life way, way before okay. I had any concept of, like, what sexuality was yeah. or, like, what even sex was. Yeah. It was just kind of, like, one of those things that, like, you heard an older brother say. Yeah. And then you were like, this is what... We, this is it's just something you call people I yeah. guess that's what it was you know like growing up yeah. for like a long long time I'm trying to think of like when like it turned into like a oh sexuality so it had to have been yeah post puberty yeah because I didn't even know what sex was until like but isn't your father like a what is his he's location? a parenting expert he's a parenting expert Michael Popkin everybody so Dr. He, Michael Popkin active parenting so he made he managed to hide sex and sexuality from you until you were a teenager and started experiencing sexuality firsthand. Teenager, I might I might be shooting the gun a little. I might I might be moving it along. I'm trying to think of exactly like, because I guess yeah, everything was hidden for me for yeah. sure. Yeah, my mom and dad definitely weren't like 
That's so interesting. The lenient parents that were like yeah. watching R-rated movies near me. Like I, I was, I was like very. I wasn't allowed to watch PG-13 movies until I was 13. Okay. Like I would get in serious trouble if like I snuck a PG-13 oh movie my. at a friend's house. What's a sneak? What movie did you sneak and get caught? There was. How do you get caught sneaking a movie at? I am the worst liar oh, on the you? planet. Oh, I shit. can't. There's, there's no <laughs> secrets that can reside within my body without them having to be exploded to oh the person. Oh my god! Did you confess? So you're one of those people? No. I would just, just blurt out the yeah, truth. Yeah, just like I'm just talking about things. I just saw Gremlins like, to the new batch. Yeah, I, yeah. Like uh, the big thing that, but like when I was in elementary school, I went to my friend Spencer's house, yeah. um, and he had those parents that were very lenient, and you could do yeah. whatever he wanted. Yeah. And so we watched Basketball, yeah, the movie. Okay. And his dad had a Playboy that he knew about. Yeah. And he brought that, and we like looked at him. We were like. Those are boobs. Yeah, right. What is happening? (laughs) (laughs) And first, I forget how it happened, but I went home, and within 10 minutes of coming home, all of it was out to my mom that I had looked at boobs and watched basketball. Wow. I don't know how I did it. How she got it out of you? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just like... Were you made to feel guilty about all that kind of stuff? Not guilty. Guilty is not the right word, but like... uh, I'm in trouble now kind of thing. It's like... My my parents are very... uh, pro-government deciding when I'm ready to learn things. <laughs> like, whenever, like, PG-13, that's when you're Some people just to like to follow this. the rules. They don't even care who made them all. That's true. And that's yeah. me, too. Yeah, I, yeah. They really instilled follow the rules. Yeah, you follow me. the rules. I, yeah. fo- I love rules. Yeah. Yeah. There's I, a line to get in. If there's a list to sign up on. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure. Sh- I'm a big fan of justice, so yeah. let's not know. Yeah, especially for the open mics in Atlanta when people start um, trying to jump the line. Open, like, justice. Really? This you want to talk about this that? This isn't justice. You, you need to name get... names. Who is jumping the line? I'm joking. Everyone who jumps the line isn't around comedy for too, too long. Oh, really? Yeah. That, that gets if, frowned if upon? Line, yeah. Unless you have, like, a reason to jump yeah. the line. Like, if you just got here and you have another show you have to run to. Like, yeah. Well, that's something you arrange with the host anyway. Yeah, text the host. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. You don't jump announce the line to, to do 20 that. I have somewhere else to be. Who does that? Sorry, I'm booked no. on something. Can I just really? Wow. It's just something that happens. Like, yeah, it just that's happens. That's pretty brutal. Mics, I've ha- never seen anybody do that. If they did that in front of me, I'd be like, we all have somewhere to be. Back of the line, <laughs> buddy. You know what I mean? Thank you for your time yeah. here at the open mic. <laughs> How much do you need this three minutes that right. bad? That's pretty funny. Well, but, you know, I'm what I've noticed in just the length of time that I've been doing it is that, you know, the more rules... There are around it, the more it's sort of like a, it's that way to either keep people out or to make the person who makes all the rules feel good about themselves. Do you know what I'm saying? So like sometimes the rules are like set up like, so, you know, Rodney can only put up so many people on Monday nights at Star Bar. So the rule is that you have to call in between five and five Oh one on Thursdays, five and five. So that's a scarcity thing. So, but yeah, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You get basically 60 seconds to call him. Yeah. And it's always busy constantly, but I don't, I never get through. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, but he has it set up that way so that not everybody can do the show because it's like right. you because otherwise everybody wants to do it and he, he every week I watch him people come up to him who don't know him mm. and they're like man come on you know like give me a and he has to constantly you know what I mean I've never had that I've not I've never had at every show I do 
two or three people come up to me and tell me that, I need, that they need to be able to get on the show. Could you imagine that pressure? Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, it would definitely crazy. be pestering, especially because Rodney, because Star Wars now is such like, as, like everyone kind of knows about it's Star like Wars you're passing through yeah. Atlanta. Like, so if Rodney you're in the Southeast, to, like, you know it's Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, because it's a great room, and it's like, it's a Monday night, and like, you're finding a show <laughs> like that on a Monday night anywhere is impossible. And so he just probably true. has to like. Well, I don't know. People. We had like between it and Sweetwater. There's a Sweetwater that bi-weekly show, that's at Sweetwater, uh, Sweetwater. Joe Pettis that runs, um, that has amazing audiences. Yeah, amazing audiences. It's like we're a little spoiled on Mondays here in Atlanta. I think we are. We're a little spoiled on shows yeah. in Atlanta. I've because even the mics out. of the Skull have been really great. When I keep hearing. Yeah, no, you know, Skull's also got it down to a science up. where yeah, they yeah. they're the first to pop up on Google, and everyone's first time is at the Skull, yeah, and they bring all of their friends, and yeah. they all go last. And it's so weird because it used to, you know, when I started. That's how the punchline was. Everybody wanted to be on the punchline. Yeah. And now that is not the case. It's like people want to do the punchline, but no one's like they don't they don't make it very easy. Right. Like their mics at nine thirty on a on a Sunday, Sunday <laughs> which is I'd say worse than Monday. I'm gonna um, go. It's say. a little rough for sure. So, but it also Sunday. like you know that it's a contest, so it's like sometimes the audience won't mm-hmm. be there for you just because. They're there for their friend. So it's like, you know, yeah. as a mic, it sometimes doesn't function the way I need it to. If I'm trying to work out a new joke, I'm not there to impress, you know, whoever's friends. Right. But you can still la- laugh with the jokes funny. You yes. know what I mean? And, at the and same sometimes time, I've had issues there with that room. But also, contest. most of the time when I go there, I don't do material. I just tease the room. Really? I always yeah. get, I always get to, like, I get in there and then I'm like, oh, it's a contest. And then I get competitive and I'm like, yeah, I need to there's win. There's that too. But I, don't, you, I just don't worry about that part of it. I know. You, yeah, you're more zen than I. I am yeah. clearly because like I'm like oh, I got it. who's here who's here and I'm start. I think I've starting. won it once and yeah. it was great a nice fifty dollars whatever but it didn't do it anything is. for me it's not like I got I got booked more yeah I know I don't even know so it was nice but it was like I won it I actually did it the last time I did the show I was I had just gone to watch because I had just done the basement theater right and um and she needed a closer. I think Catherine Blanford was hosting. They needed a closer, mm-hmm. and the it, the show had been so weird, and everybody had done so like all over the place mm-hmm. that I just did crowd work. I did my whole set was crowd, work. and the person who went before me did tons of crowd work. And I just felt like that if I went out and tried to tell a joke, they would have just been like whatever, because they were waiting for the scores to be tallied. So I just went out there and was like, "What do you like? If you win, what are you going to do with the money?" But uh, oh, was the entire yeah. crowd, yeah, comedians? And well, no, it was logic. like there was one comic who it was clear that she was going to win, and then I basically went down the line of all of her friends. I was like, "Does she owe you any money?" Was she in Atlanta? Comic she's about or to have fifty dollars. I don't remember. Oh, was she somebody yeah. brought a lot of friends? So I went through, through her friends and was like, "Does she owe you fifty dollars?" Because she's about to have fifty dollars. You, she can sign it over to you. Well, they all paid fifteen dollars yeah. to get in. Oh yeah, absolutely. so I think I was. I said I was. I lied. And was like, I'm a notary. I can totally transfer <laughs> that can, check. You just pull out like a stamp you got when you were a kid. Absolutely. It's like a little apple. Yeah. I don't know. That's a pretty weird one. What's, so of all the shows that you've done in Atlanta, like what's your favorite show that's not around anymore? Oh, that's not around anymore. Ooh. I'm trying to think of the ones that like just vanish for no reason. Because like a lot of the shows that were good, like they're still around. Uh I mean, well, relapse. We can talk about relapse. Just oh yeah, relapse that, that theater suddenly. eviscerating. Yeah, yeah, a yeah out of nowhere. Do yeah. you think? Do you think like the landlord just pulled it from him, or do you think something happened? Oh no, I like. Let's I'd gossip heard, about relapse. I'd heard from a friend of mine who's in real estate that they have they have like a little 
they have an alert set up on certain addresses in Atlanta mm. and relapse is one of those addresses and he knows that it's a theater and he knows that I did shows there. Yeah. So I remember hearing something about, he says something changed on it and I really can't tell. So he couldn't tell whether the ownership changed or the, the mm. property management company or the name of the person running the whatever, but something changed. Right. And then almost a day later I heard from somebody that it was closing. So I never even really got to follow up with my friend about what the detail was that he had. He just was like, something's up with that property. I'll let you know what I find out. And then by the time he got back to me, I was like, yeah, they're closing. He's like, oh. That's, you know, and, and, that makes sense because that, that was in that's a great location knows? for who so long too. What it's going to be. Well, yeah, it's a great location. It's just a shame because it's like, it's it the the theater itself was just such a small mm-hmm. portion of a very big building yeah. that most of that building was you know not really salvageable or would have been like to fix it would have been an insane amount of money yeah and, no one was using it either yeah. like I don't know what you'd even put would you have just turned it did into you like did you do a lot a there off? the first time around or had it closed by the time you started no so I it was like it was the first place I ever did stand up yeah, okay. was a relapse like back when uh, who used to run that open mic Laura Lewis before then uh, really before Laura who were... this was oh so I my, the first time I ever did stand up I was 18 okay okay at relapse yeah, uh, okay. like I was in high school my sister and her boyfriend yeah. took me okay. to just like go do it and so like I did a set and I did it again for like Years. Wow. Um, but it was. Uh, was it Thursday night song? Was it a yeah, Thursday it was night? a Thursday night. How weird. It was crazy. And it was one of those just like. Well, I did that. I had that experience. Of yeah. I, I, when I first started, I did the mic there a lot. Mm-hmm. And Payne would come with me. <laughs> and there was a night where I went last. And Oof. Laura Lewis introduced me. Um, then she went out to smoke a cigarette. And I did my set to Payne. And on the way home, he was like, yeah. you know, we could have just done that. We don't need this. But when I was doing that, I did that final show at Red Clay. When they closed Relapse, I was on the oh, final yeah, the show. Oh, yeah, the best show ever, you mean? I mean. The, was, arguably the best show to ever But I produced. looked out at the audience, and I saw pain, and I remember it just being he and I in the room. And I was like, uh-huh. how full circle everything has come in terms of at least – like where I am in comedy versus where I was when I started. It's how the and end of the documentary should yeah, happen. Yeah, something like really. that. And it was sad because, like, I, you know, I I did a lot of shows. Really yeah, 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 and, yeah. Um, you ran, like, Sweet Baby Cheeses there. Yeah, and, and surrogates for a while. Yeah. And, um, Backstory, we did Backstory Weekly for, like, yes. two and a half years. Backstory was a lot of fun. Yeah, I missed Backstory. When they killed Backstory, I was like, that's... It changed my relationship with the club, you know. Really? Like I, well, because we were there every week, right? And Joe was, uh, and whoever else was so adamant about starting the mic earlier, mm. and it just finally was like, you know, we used to stop fighting it because it was like, what's the point, right? Um, Did you think about putting it later after the mic? Or? Yeah, I just never thought it was going to work. So mm. I liked it better when they were just doing their one-off shows, and that show served its purpose. Like we, I was doing that show because they had. They had it previously. Mm-hmm. So the way the mic was set up before, it started at 9.30, and they had an 8 o'clock show, and it was Noah Garden Schwartz, and then after him, Shalewa, mm-hmm. doing, uh, they call it story time. Right. Same show, though. Same vibe. Yeah, And yeah, the whole yeah. point was, like, to give comics a place to do long form. Just to, like, tell stories, a longer like story. Like a 10 story, a five-minute story. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, that's where I met Lace. Like, I met Lace and Andrew right there. And Andrew was, like, the third person that he was always the fill-in host. Really? So we all met. You know, like, basically the first time I ever laid eyes or heard Lace Larry do a set was watching her do Backstory and vice versa. That's And same as Andrew Wright. You know, and it's like... Right. Because I was somewhere he would go all the time, too. So we were, like... There was, like, a core group of people that supported that show. And it was the same way with Backstory. It was, like, the same, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean... If I had all of on once, I had her on 20 times. She even hosted it a bunch. Right. And, yeah. Um, Ed Denzel. 
Ed. Oh, I miss Ed. Ed. I don't know. Ed's been, Ed's been doing like creative work on his own, but anytime Ed shows up somewhere, it's like always yeah, a great, absolutely. great day. I think he's hilarious. But also, it's like, I get why he, you know what I'm saying? Like, when he stops doing it, I sort of get it. Because mm. it's like, when it kills, it's amazing. And when it doesn't kill, it's like, you know, why? You know, if you don't do it all right. the time, if you don't do it all the time and you and you don't have a good set, it, it's more... It hurts a lot more. It hurts more, more I think. You're not, you're not yeah. just coming up Because you're not going to bounce sets. back tomorrow and yeah. having another set. And I think that's something that happens quite a bit, is that people who, right. people who fade out of it, it's because they don't get the consistent good feeling from stand-up. Mm-hmm. And the, if you're not getting a good feeling from stand-up, I'm always like, why are you doing it? You know, like, right. if you don't yeah. get off on writing jokes, like, that's my big thing. It's like the act of the next joke or writing the new tag is the fundamental thing that I love the most. Mm-hmm. The next thing is the laughter from the audience. Right. So it's like, as long as I can write a joke, I'm going to be okay, even if I can't perform every day. You know, and really? for the most part, I can perform every day. So it's, it's writing first, then then yeah, audience I mean, feelings, then so. the good feels. I think that like you get. when I have a new joke, like when I write a joke in the car and then can do it on stage, that's way more powerful. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, like I just did a festival recently where I had an amazing set in front of a big, huge audience, and that was pretty fun. But I had way more fun at the mic that I did where mm. I riffed a big, long bit about whatever. Right. I came up with something on the fly, and that was way more fun. And now it's in my act, and it's now a new three-minute or four-minute bit. And right. It's like those times, sometimes it's like that's what's the most That's fun. crazy. That's when you're doing comedy the way normal people think comedy is done, I feel like. <laughs> just, yeah, I'm just up there. I'm just riffing, right? That's what you do. Yeah, That's yeah, what comedians yeah. are. They're just well, great. But, like, in the sense that it's controlled. It's all inside of... Right. Yeah, so I'm riffing yeah, 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 inside yeah. of a set that I've kind of set up. Oh, no, at any moment you can stop space. riffing yeah, and go to material, yes. Absolutely. But for that good, like, minute, two minutes when you're just commenting on the room. So I just did a weekend at the Comedy Closet in Columbia. Oh, was that? And it was sort of like that. It was, like, the first... The first night was very low turnout, mm-hmm. so it's like no pressure. So I just did. I didn't really do jokes because it's like when there's eight or nine people in the room, it feels weird to just do rehearsed material. Yeah. So I did a little mix of new stuff and crowd work and working in jokes, and it was like way like it went by. An hour went by very quickly, mm. as opposed to me being like, let me be really wooden and perform all my best material for these eight people or whatever. And right. then the next night there was like sixty or seventy people. And I did it a little bit more structured, but I still kind of like kept the middle way looser than it's like I'm. Be, I'm finally becoming comfortable mm-hmm. not following a set list and just that I trust that I'll tell the right jokes and I won't tell the same joke twice. Right, which is the thing I'm the most nervous. About. <laughs> That's really no. I'm I'm always afraid like when I start doing that like at. I was at Hideaway on Monday, just like at the mic again. Yeah. Um, and I started doing that more than I usually do because I'm very structured. I'm very like, these are my jokes. Please enjoy do them. Do you go there every week? I saw you there the week. I go before. there a lot because yeah. it's like a good Monday. Like if I yeah. can't get on Star Bar, there's not really another choice, and so it's just. And it also can be a really fun room. Yeah, absolutely. Because you can. It is a very kind of like loose room, and like yeah. I know Greg pretty well, so he's not gonna like not have me back if I do poorly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it's also well, Hideaway. I don't think that's the ever thing. Yeah, gonna get the, they never expected. I, I, when I did a show there, it was yeah. like that was the point. It was new, mm-hmm. new material, new comics, working it out, right. and some of some of it's gonna suck, and sort of that's yeah. what's the entertaining part. That's is what's mic. good and what's bad, and but they're okay to watch that. Yeah. And it's not like it's a big audience, but it's like still an audience. So it's mm-hmm. like there's a little core 
group of regulars, it seems like, because I've only been to it twice since it restarted, mm -hmm. and both times it's like I knew every person at that bar. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, you, you you will know almost yeah. everybody that comes through. Good. I think that's good. It um, is good to a point, but then you're just like, I need, which it keeps you writing, for yeah, sure. It absolutely. keeps you from doing oldish jokes. So you've been doing more like festivals and kind of getting out of Atlanta. And, yes. And how's that been for you? It's been going very well. It's, you know, baby steps. I'm trying, like, constantly to try and, like, push my name out a little bit more, meeting yeah. more people at festivals, which is nice, because, yeah. like, you have people in other cities that you're going to go to Absolutely. that can vouch for you. Yeah. Um, well, Atlanta, like, that's the thing. It's like Atlanta's known for being great, but then they may only know a few people's names. Right. And so if your name can be one of those people, then it's like, well, then you're part of that great scene in Atlanta. Yeah. As opposed to, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. That is a, a good thing. Difference. When I was in Cleveland this past weekend, like that was one thing that was really nice. Is like I told people I was from Atlanta. I was the only Atlanta comedian there, and they were like, "Oh, Atlanta, that's awesome. Atlanta's yeah, a great scene, absolutely. right?" And I was like, "Okay, I don't have yeah. to try and sell anything. It's yeah, already exactly. been sold. I just absolutely. need to not." Well, it's ruin nice it. sometimes to be the only Atlanta person at something. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been the only Atlanta person a couple times. It was fun. It's I enjoyed fun. getting out of like the group. If there was a, like another Atlanta person there, I probably would have hung up with that person. Oh, of course, you end up but, doing that. And right. if there is one, like so, like High Plains, mm -hmm. I hung out more with David at High Plains, David Purdue mm. at High Plains than I do when I'm seeing him in Atlanta. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And Mia was there, and it was sort of the same thing as that we just sort of gravitate towards each other. Yeah, because we all know each other, and it's you know, right, 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 catching up or whatever. But yeah, and especially <laughs> with, like David and Mia, who are like not around. Like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're, they're around a little bit, but like they're all well, like David, I talked to in text a lot but not in person i yes, don't see him as david much as is a good texter absolutely me and david anytime bastille comes on uh that song bastille oh, we yeah. text each other oh nice yeah how funny it's it used to be a, a lot but it has since gone downhill since bastille has turned Lost, off the road. they've waned their they haven't gotten the rotation they deserve yeah they, they deserve yeah okay. it's a great song you right. close your eyes you can almost feel <laughs> Yeah. Um, so what do you think your long-term, so like, like what's your, you've been doing stand-up for what, six years now? Six years. Yeah. Yes. And what is, what's your, what's your goal this year? What's your big... This feels like a conversation with my mom right now. A little oh. bit. Yes, but it's, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to like, to get, you know, more festivals. Like that's kind yeah. of where I am right now. Um, if I can get accepted into a few festivals, maybe get like someone to be like, hey, you're, you're good. Or like get yeah. enough connections places that I can start going on the road a little bit more that's good yeah um, we are getting to the point where like I yeah there's six years it's time to start hitting the road a little bit more and getting some more like work work yeah. out of it um, instead of I've just been focusing on writing and performing in Atlanta for ever yeah. um, but yes trying to I don't. I don't want to say it out loud because it won't happen if I say it out loud. Is that either. is that how you were raised? Huh? If you say your dream, it, it, it won't happen. I don't know. A little bit. No, it's All like right, a mixture. It. Don't, it's say a it. don't say it. Don't say it. I don't want to. It's just jinx. like a weird. Like there's like a, there's one you. thing I really want. Don't say it. And I, don't I say haven't it. got it yet. And it's but hopefully what? it'll happen soon enough. Yes. Okay. Um, I guess, I just guessed what it was, and we won't mention it. We won't mention it. But you know what? That's the thing. You have to have something to aspire for. And I think, like, you're somebody who will send me your submission tapes from time to time mm -hmm. uh, for festivals, and I think you're on the right track in yeah. terms of, like, what you should do. And what you, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. you have to show that you're up in your game. So, like, mm -hmm. if you're applying every year and not getting in, then you have to not only – so it's like if they've seen you once before – then you sort of have to break out of whatever it is that they think you are. Right. So the tape doesn't necessarily have to be just be good, but it almost has to be like 
right. convince me who Ben Popkin is yes. because I have this in my head about Ben Popkin. Right. Well, this might be is. a good time to announce my ventriloquism act that is going <laughs> on the You thought you knew me. You were, you were a guitar comic when I met you. No, no, I had, uh, I had about, a song. You had I a had a song. <laughs> there is an, and there's a picture on Facebook my, that my is hot. Angela. And I will stand by that song until the day I die. I didn't do a birthday post for you and I found something. that There was some video of you that uh, was, I, and I've never shared it again. Oh, it so yes, bad. it's so bad. That's my embarrassing tattoo. Is my my friend in high school? It was something made a compilation video of just mo- model shots of me. Yeah, it in was his backyard. pretty funny. It's so bad, but it like it, it's come up so much that like I'm numb to it now. Yeah. Like it's yeah. But well, they do like, those birthday posts in the Atlanta Comedy Group, and I wrote yours one year, and I just googled your name, and that was the first thing that came just, up, and I was like, Jesus. And he he lost his password to the uh, account. I've asked him to sure. take it down so much. Sure he's just like he I can't do it, and then, and I can't get it off. Like YouTube. <laughs> Does not care about me or my feelings. They're just like, there's not even like a report button on YouTube. Like, try and report something to YouTube. And uh, it doesn't have music, does it? Or does it have music and it's not? It does. But it's not. It's not anybody's song, so it's not like you can report it. It is as, somebody's song. Is it? It is. That's, that's copyright get, infringement. That's how you get it. Okay. Who's the band? I don't know the so band. All you gotta name, do is get the, the song's attention on Twitter. King of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just more painful wow. than it is. Nobody can get Google the band, me on YouTube. If you get the band to complain, yes. then they'll get rid of it. But, yeah. of course, you could just turn it into a viral they, thing. They could get it. mad at someone playing their song on the radio in public, too. Like, no one's looking at this. Yeah, right. No one's Googling it. That's so funny. Well, yes. That shit gets reported sometimes. Like, I did, I did a video where I used... Mm-hmm. Uh, Mamas and the Papa song, and it was like in seconds yeah. they had it. And I was like, God, you know, it's like kind of crazy. I'm going to report it again because it's been a while since I've tried it, and I think they've uh, really tightened up their copyright law stuff yeah. on YouTube. So maybe this might be the, the day that I go to that laser removal and get it taken away from me. I don't have any tattoos. I just have that that wow. shows up. That's funny. Uh, and uh, how, how many years ago was that? This was 2017. So it's been there. Oh, 2000. No. Yeah, 2007, not 17. Okay, wow. Yeah, 17 would have been I know, two years ago. Two years ago. Wow. How embarrassing. Two years ago. Oh, my God. Look at me. I'm so silly. I look so young. Wow. Oh, my God. So youthful. Wait, so were you trying to be a model? Were you trying to perp them? Were you trying to, like, you're going to have that career? No, not trying. I wasn't trying to be a model. It was just, like, me and my friend, and he was like, we're going to make, like, an intro video. Because okay. like, I did stand up at my talent shows when I was okay. in, like, high school. Okay. And he was like, we're going to make an intro uh, video for me, which okay. didn't end up playing, thank yeah, God. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I was, what, I don't know what well, I thought. When you get your special one day, you can play that as your intro video. Honestly, not a I bad mean, idea. Because it's mean, pretty rough. That's funny. Yes, it is. It is. It's one of, yeah, I went through these, like, phases where it was just, like, weird. Yeah. It just, like, I didn't really know what to do. So it was just, like. I'll fr- friggin' wear a Cookie Monster hat forever. <laughs> I just wore a Cookie Monster. You haven't monster. been in that face since I've known you. I don't know of any of your. You're, you keep right. pretty. I'm I'm pretty buttoned up. Yeah, but you but keep I did pretty, I did like, just impulse buy a, a suede jumpsuit. Did you? Yeah. I can't wait to see that on stage. I know hilarious. that's the thing. I, Is I, it long? Long? Yeah, it's, it's not it's, short. Nope, it's full. Shorts aren't your friend. No. <laughs> I'm just, oh my! You and Brian have I, ruined shorts. I'm me. just kidding. You I'm and just Brian kidding. at the wiffle ball game. Oh God! I was wondering. That was if the you last time that. I wore shorts. You're lying. No, I'm not. You ruined me. <laughs> 
I was like, I, I left there and I was like staring at my legs. I was like, this is just the worst thing that could ever happen. <laughs> no, don't let us ruin shorts for you. You live in Georgia. You have to wear shorts. No, I don't. You never wore shorts again? I, I, what did we say specifically? Do you remember? Um, I, all I remember. So we were at a wiffle ball game and, and Brian Iman and myself were doing color commentary, yes. which was just us roasting everybody within the line with a megaphone. What was your... I can't like, I, I think. Because I think you, all I said was something like, like, look at Ben Popkin in those shorts. Yeah, or something, something That's like that. And then I remember Brian very specifically just going, look at those knobby-ass knees. <laughs> Brian doesn't have a lot of room to talk, okay? That is true. Brian is yeah. as emaciated as his, I am. I've never seen his legs. That's the thing is he wears pants. Yeah. Yeah. See? We just wear pants now. Wow. I can't believe that. That's really funny. Yeah. You've literally never worn shorts. That's a lie. You can't I, I have. Wore, like, if it yeah. was 120 but degrees. Not to, not to any comedy functions. Oh, God, no. And also, just not in real life either. Like, yeah. I, I st- stay away from shorts if I can help it. Yeah. If I'm hiking. It's hard to look like an adult wearing shorts, I think. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. You can't do anything respectable in shorts. You can't be like, hello, so. I'm here to litigate this yeah. case yeah. in a tuxedo <laughs> or in a suit top and just khaki shorts. So the comics wear shorts on stage, and I always hate it. I never say anything. That's great because that I was like when I googled. So. I googled how to do comedy when yeah, like when, when you're like a yeah. teenager, and it's just like don't wear shorts. shorts. And I'm just like, well, it looks like you can't ever wear shorts. Well, I mean, you know, every time I see someone wearing shorts, I'm like, that's distracting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess women can get away with it. Women can get away with it, I think. Yeah, I mean, of course, women can wear, wear it. And boys can, do, boys can too. I mean, I think I saw recently somebody wearing a, like a like romper with shorts, Akeem Woods or somebody was wearing something like that. Mm. And sure, you can wear whatever you want. I feel like, yeah, guys could, I feel like guys can not wear pants if it's a romper. Yeah. That would be, that's, that seems like a more of a costume choice than it does. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I think of sometimes is that some of the outfits that people wear, it's costume. Yes. And but if you're, if you're just wearing, wearing a romper, shorts. if you're wearing a shorts romper, well, anyways, you got long, you got pants. I have, you got a I suede romper with pants. Yes. Sounds yes, very classy. That can, that'll yeah, tuck yeah. into my socks if I need to. Yeah, it's very <laughs> chic. It's going to be the fashion. Wow. I can't wait to see that. That's Me hilarious. too. Because, yeah, I, <laughs> I ended up paying more than I thought I was going to for it because I got so excited for it. Yeah. I was just like, I clicked on it. Well, I don't think suede pantsuits come cheap or rompers or zip denim jumpsuits, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Well, that's where we differ. I thought they did. <laughs> I, was, I, th- I thought it was going to be super cheap. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like a footy pajamas or something. Well, I don't know where you're going to wear it in Georgia. You can't let it get wet. Don't let it get wet. No. Yes. you got to keep it dry. Yes. I'm learning because there was yeah. a uh, how to clean this garment uh, when I bought yeah. it. And they, like, and, and, don't. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, use a toothbrush that's yeah. dry. And I was like, what? <laughs> you can send them to the cleaners. Yes. Though, but I think that they're is, expensive. That is what I'm going to have to yeah. do. That's so be like funny. Four bucks, which, All know. right. Well, I think this is a good place for us to kind of uh, come to an end. Oh. So catch Ben Popkins somewhere in his suede jumpsuit, I think. Yeah. That's, that's going to be my new uh, yeah. thing. So um, I will end with real. I do like a question I like to ask is, and I didn't ask the last two people, um, was uh, if straight people exist, which I sometimes question. I mean, you're straight, but like we've all been like capital S straight, like whatever. Okay, so <laughs> like, what do straight people eat? Like, what's a straight meal? A like, straight if you're meal? a straight person, not a straight male. I know what a straight male is, but a straight meal. Like, what's a straight? What is straight? What's a straight food? Straight food. I think. It's, I just want to tell the audience I've been waving my hands around like a fucking. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what. I'm just. I got flamboyant hand gesture syndrome like crazy. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Do the bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, a straight meal is uh, baked chicken and mashed potatoes. Okay. No greens. No greens. No greens. No greens. No just, gravy. Just, yep. Just. All right. Plain. Little salt. Toss it in there. It just feels like a straight meal to me. Yeah. Do you know how to cook that? 
Yeah, I know how to cook that. I'm, I'm good at cooking, though. Are you? Yeah, yeah. Are you a good cook? Yeah, What's yeah. your go-to? My go-to, uh, salmon and asparagus. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. How do you cook the salmon? Salmon, uh, pan fry it. You cut okay. it back up, put some uh, seasoning all over it. Look at that. Drop it in. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you oil your pan? Where do you put what kind of oil? Um, I put extra virgin olive oil okay. in to start, and then we drop in a big old pat of butter okay. and start basting. Look at that. We. Mm-hmm. Who's we? Me and my sous chefs that <laughs> I bring in. <laughs> it's like you're like, prep. I cook, and then immediately shift to we. I'm we? like, well, who French. lets you help? We. We who chef. lets you help cook? Who lets you watch in the kitchen when my they're cooking? My girlfriend. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. No, that's good though. But you know how to cook. That's a good thing. That's mm-hmm. It is better than most men. Yes. Um, Payne, I'm lucky because Payne's like grew up in restaurants. Like his parents own restaurants and shit. Oh, he must so be Payne amazing. knows how to cook, but he also knows how to cook for like 40 people. So like Thanksgiving, I don't even touch it. Yeah. Like at Thanksgiving, I'm responsible for the bashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I got to worry about. That's and really, all I'm in charge of is peeling them. So <laughs> even that seems he's a little scary everything. to me. Yeah. He's got everything else covered. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty amazing yeah. having somebody cook for you. It's the Best. Yes. All right, so baked chicken and mashed potatoes, straight people is meal. Straight people have it for this year at straight Christmas, uh, which is which is Christmas. Oh, is this is this a meal to serve straight people? Well, or, I think it's or a meal straight that people, straight people would make. Yeah, that they'd make and eat. Yeah, like, I, if I was going to serve straight people a meal, it would be a skinless, boneless chicken breast with some kind of teriyaki glaze because mm-hmm. straight people love teriyaki <laughs> and then a mixed veg because they love they don't like they like all of the races and sexes to be separate but they like their vegetables to be together do not stuff that chicken yeah. with those vegetables and I might serve a salad too a veg and salad just to be like a dick straight person like double time yeah and then, I, and then I'll have an island of um, of, of dressings so they, they can have whatever dressing they want I'll just take everything out of the fridge and put it on the table and they can pick which dressing would they pick more which it's all wishbone brand which, so. which one would you, you put like four or five dressings I would say that they're gonna empty. pick buttermilk ranch so if they're they're always gonna yeah. pick buttermilk ranch I but we got Italian we got creamy Italian and Italian we got French and Catalina <laughs> all that shit but it's really important that it's not just that you always pick ranch that we have all of the dressings and we get them out every time we make dinner right do you know what I'm saying because that's how I grew that's how straight people really like we had an array of dressings like look at all the dressings we had like i thought we were i thought we were rich but we were just rich in dressings that's all we were we, we, we have a bounty of dressing yeah exactly we invested all of our, our 401k yeah, into exactly dressing. exactly that is that is the because when i grew up i didn't we i hated dressing i was yeah. very everything had to be plain and, and really different. yeah the I, salad like a plain salad i didn't like salad at all oh, i would well, eat of broccoli uh, yeah. That was like the one vegetable that my parents gave me to eat. Yeah. And then I would eat rice and I would eat big chicken. Okay. And that's like what my mom made for me every night. Because <laughs> like, I was so picky. I wouldn't Did they eat make something different for everybody else? Um, they had like their rotations. And like, yeah, it wasn't like they were catering. Was very they much, weren't catering to me yeah, every night. It was night, very much of like, you can like eat this or you once can a starve at my house. Yeah. yeah. Once a week, we would have chicken Baked rice. Chicken. That was like my favorite thing nice. to eat. And then, yeah, and then they would like do weird <laughs> stuff and I'd like pick around it and I just wouldn't eat as a kid. And they'd be like, you're going to be hungry. And I'd be like, no, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Yeah. And I was fine. I'll just have chicken and rice. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I, a lot of black people who listen to this podcast say, well, that's just white people food. But well, I'm still working on it. We're still figuring out. One day we'll figure yeah. out the quintessence essential straight dish because like plain food is, is pretty white you can serve it at the white house yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well i feel like that's a good place to stop this has been straight cool. people uh tell people where they can find you um you can find me at the laughing skull once a month with you look like 
Uh, I thought that was you a look knock. like no, that wasn't a knock on I you. I thought that booking. was a knock on me for not booking you enough. Fuck you. You can find me at the laughing skull. Not enough, <laughs> Ian. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the one show you, I produce. You and everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm special. I'm special in the community. Um, no, yes. No, just everyone. Fe- everyone feels like I don't book them enough, and I'm like, I, I can't book everybody. But whatever. Anyways. <laughs> no, no, no. This I is could, now a I, kangaroo court. You know what? I, I could book everybody, <laughs> but I don't. Okay, that's just how it is. Yeah, you should. Next time someone says that, she, I'm she'd be like, you're all. just not that good, honestly. Yeah. I just don't <laughs> like your comedy. No, I want to live. I don't want it to be murdered in my house. People know where I live now. I can't. That is true. Yeah. I've, been here. I've seen it. You have artwork. You're doing quite well. This is the room that we put all the artwork of the, like, this is all the stuff that we don't like. Well, except for that picture right there. You don't like that? No, well, no, I, it's okay. This is like the this is the um, this is the art that doesn't fit, I guess, in the rest of the house, I suppose. But anyways, we keep trying. Yes, <laughs> trying sorry. I, this is my no, no, trick to get good. more time out good. of it. Yeah, no, right. ending, and I'm like, oh, right. but do what you want to get? This? You want to go over your avails real quick? I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So the first and third weekends of the month. Uh, yeah. So uh, you look like every you, you first Saturday. Like, uh, or no, no, third it's Saturday. every like third Saturday. We yeah, change it sometimes based on if I. Roast show. It is a roast Super show. Super fun, based mm-hmm. off of the one out of Memphis. Correct. So you are a licensed. Yes, I'm uh, not stealing anything. Okay, they good. They get a, a brief royalty for each good. show. They do. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It's, well, okay, and then so that, and then where's your what's your Instagram or give me one of them. Um, at B Popkin is my Twitter. And I think my Instagram is binpop318, which I need to figure out how okay. to sync them up. But yeah. yeah, those are my two things. Um, yeah, catch me on those things. All right, catch Benny Pops all over the place in his suede jumpsuit. It's going to happen. My name's Ian Aber, and this has been Straight People. Thank you. Thank you.